Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Maureen, this is the last time we're going to have you amongst us for a little while because you're off to Australia. Hopefully. Still waiting for the visa. <laughs> Maureen's flying out next next, week. next Wednesday and we're recording this on Monday, which is about eight days before Maureen flies to Australia and the visa hasn't arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, more younger and the dashing kind charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. It's ever the way I've done these many many times and the people running it are never stressed because they know the visas always come uh, the day before or three days before but when you're waiting for your visa it's like oh my god <laughs> how is it ever going to arrive but this is what happens the Australian embassy are going well you don't need it until the day you fly so fa- why are you worried? Which is fair enough. And but that doesn't help you. No, I would like to have the visa probably before I bought the ticket, to be honest. But I think you've got to have a ticket <laughs> in order to get the visa. So that doesn't work. But yeah, I am. Um, yeah. yeah, but I've pa- I'm packing. So fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> start packing a week before I do that. When I'm going on a long haul flat, yeah. I start pa- a flat. Am I going on a flat? I'm going on a long haul flight. Flat. Flight. It's very, it's very similar. Very similar. Flight, but you're horizontal. Um, I, I start, I, I get the suitcase out and it's just there. And then I'm like, yeah. so I can see what's in there every now and again. I'll check and go, all right, I've got that. I've got that. I've got that. It's the only time you'll ever see me looking vaguely organized. Yeah. And uh, I've got, I've just started packing. And also I've had quite a hectic week because uh, Jamie got spayed and I didn't realize it was such a big operation, which is weird coming from a woman who said hysterectomy. Uh, yes, I mean, she's having a wound removed and her ovaries. So, and then I made the rookie error. I made the rookie error of getting the bag out before I picked up Jamie, who saw the bag, ran for it. And so you just basically had me in the middle of the room going, come here, Jamie, while she ran around. It didn't really work as a plan. And then eventually I got hold of her, trying to get her into the bag. That was another fight. Um, then she came back and she had this big, what I thought was a weird looking plaster on her side, but it turned out to be her skin. And... Uh, because obviously they shave the I don't... they shave the fur. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I mean I do know what happens when a cat is spayed. Morning. Yeah, but well, it was like this big kind of greyish. How do they think? Do you think they just put up their <laughs> finger up her bum and pull a uterus I'm out? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a vet, am I? And uh... no, but you're a woman. <laughs> and then she's got this cone on her head, right? So so she she's a very clever cat. So she came out the basket, the cone was off. Put it back on. Go into the kitchen. Come back. Cone is off. Jenny comes around for dinner. 
we're chatting away. Jamie appears. Cone is off. So Jenny bought me some uh, little costumes you can put to cover the because you don't want them biting the thing. So I you can't see it if you're not on the Patreon. But I bought her, oh Jenny bought her this right this little outfit so she can't. Oh, it's like a little nighty that you put over top of them. Yeah, so yeah. she can't get yeah. to her scar. Anyway, this yeah. morning, Jamie comes and wakes me up by standing on me. This is off. Right. How the how the hell did she get this off? Like. That's how I found it on the floor. Yeah. I mean, you can't see this, obviously, because this is not a visual medium, podcast listeners. But I can, what I can say to you is that it's kind of a onesie where the cat will put its front legs through the arms at the front and back legs through the back. And then it's buttoned down the, 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 the tummy but this of is, the cat. this is stuck at the top. And it's so... kind of like, yeah, there's a, a button at the, at the collar so that she can't get. Yeah, but it's stretchy. She's just, a, she's a Kit Kat. Have you seen what cats can get through? They can get oh, through. Yeah. You, you can think that you've put, you've closed the door and the cat will just slide through. It took me ages to figure out how to put the fucking thing on. She's, she, yeah. she's managed, Maureen. honestly. I don't. Is this, you can't. I don't. You can't make a cat do what they don't want to do. A cat's gonna always, exactly. You know, they are their own independent being. Yeah. I don't want to challenge your practical uh, abilities um, <laughs> and your prowess, your agility, my dexterity, um, and your dexterity and center of gravity. But when it comes to all of those things, Jamie wins. Okay, yeah, so always. don't start comparing yourself to the cat. I'm gonna lose. I, I, I couldn't even. Can you jump? Uh, six feet up onto a wall. No, none of us can, but the cat can. <laughs> Maureen, uh, I don't know what to suggest. It's a really tricky thing. I mean, she's got her cone on at the moment. Yeah, I put it on this morning. So... She doesn't like me putting it on. I know. That, well, that she's probably thinking, why are you making me wear this ridiculous thing? But um, how long has she got to wear it for? Uh, she's got to wear it for another week, apparently. Oh, God. It's going to be a very oh, long Maureen, week. I'm sorry. And, it's going to be a long week. <laughs> and in other news, I took my dad, I had a third birthday uh, party. Took my, my dad took me to the Ivy. That wasn't his idea. It was mine. And on reflection, probably not the best choice because um, he spent most of the day, most of the lunch complaining about the fact he paid seven quid for half a pint of beer. That was the main topic of conversation. Yeah, I saw that on your socials. Absolutely. I mean, you should have gone to Spoons, shouldn't you? If you're going to we, should have, we should have gone. There's a really nice um, greasy spoon in Victoria. We should have just gone there. Should have gone there. Why are you taking your dad to the Ivy? Yeah, it was a bad error. move. Bad. Rookie error again. Rookie error. Well, to be fair, it is your birthday. Yes, that's true. And so it's not unfair <laughs> to go somewhere you want that's to go true. on your birthday. And then he was really funny. He went, I was going to give you £100 for each year you're born, but then I decided on a pound for each year. And I was thinking I'd rather have gone for the former, to be honest. Sure. 38 quid. It's not enough, is it? 38 quid. would have been a lot better. to live on. 380 would have been better. But as your dad's probably not fully aware of what your age is, you could have said any age. I mean... I'm 200, Dad. Yeah. So that would have been 200 quid. I tell you, my dad doesn't actually know how old I am. I mean, he doesn't even know I I'm called I don't think he knows Maureen. how old he is. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know your name. He thinks you're called Mavis, so don't expect him to know how old you are. How was your weekends, guys? A week, sorry, not weekends. Alison, what about you? Good. Good. <laughs> Jen and I just stared at each other. Who's going first? Uh, uh, no, I had a good week. Uh, I did shows, of course, doing my tour. Uh, my shouts out. Okay, oh, shout yeah. out. Yeah, because I always have people who come up after to say they love the Patreon. So, uh, shout out to Ruth, Helen, and Jenny. They really made a point to be like, we are WTB listeners. So, I was like, I will say your name on say the podcast. Your name, so, say your name. Exactly. That's Thank you. So thank you so much for coming out. And you are so lovely. Um, Helen was, yeah, Helen's been a lot. She's loving. She's going back. She's listening. I was like, oh, wait till you, wait till you get to episode number one behind the bins where it all began. Oh, yeah. You've got to so, go, go behind the bins. That's, yeah. uh, you're not really a WTB listener if you haven't gone behind, behind the, bins. the bins with us. And that's not even a euphemism. It is no, it's actually. it's very much what Maureen had to do. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> it was quite something. We were all like, oh, well, this has really set the tone of how this podcast was going to be so and good. what it was going to do. I forget. I forget, I forget about that. Time. Yeah, standing in the garden. Yeah. That was 2020. Was, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Neighbours' mm -hmm. bins. It wasn't even my bins. When we couldn't even get near each other. Oh, I miss those days. I was going to say, now we just do that by choice, isn't that? Yeah, I mean, now we still don't get near each other, to be fair. That's 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 true. Um, So where were you? Where was your tour show? Uh, I had two this week. Where was I? I was in 
Nottingham, which was lovely. Right. Uh, at the Canal House. What a great little upstairs room they have. It's lovely there. Uh, and they have a bunch of shows. I'm really impressed with them. It's like a constant festival going through there. A lot of people doing one-person sh- one shows. It was awesome. And then Manchester on Saturday. Oh, which was, Manchester. Yeah. Where were you in Manchester? At a place called uh, Fierce Bar. Which, again, I have to say, they are just growing, growing, growing and supporting so many great artists. So many. Nick Helm just did a preview there. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So Fierce Bar, it was it was lovely. It was uh, it was so fun. And a lot of people, (laughs) my accountant was there. (laughs) Yes, he bought a ticket. Uh, my it's tax deductible. It's tax deductible. It's work. It's work. It's checking to see that you're doing what you say you do. Yeah, I'm sure he was just calculating in his head. Is this what it's like for her every night? No, it's not, Michael. That is not my every night. Just so you know, Michael. <laughs> so. That must have been so fun with all of your pals. It was. So many people that I knew there. Uh, Vicky, lovely supporter, Vicky of Comedy, who has been a longtime supporter of this podcast, comes to all shows. Thank you, Vicky, for coming. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of, you know, it was so sweet. She, anyway, she's come to all my shows. So she's like, I remember the first time you tried to do this a year ago. I was like, oh, my God, you were at that? <laughs> she's like, oh, wow. I've been in all is... of them, Allison. So she was like, it's really changed and grown. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. So, yeah, real fun. That's great, Alison. I can't believe it. So how many shows in are you this tour? What then? What am I at? Six? Five? Six? Five, six? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. And hopefully we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep growing. So if anyone has suggestions of little areas where you think you could get in a little group of people, let me know because I want to keep going. Yeah. Go to Norwich. I recommend Norwich. Norwich. Yeah. Right. Norwich yeah. has got a nice, um, there's, lot, uh, there's uh, smaller spaces to perform at and the audiences are lush. I can definitely recommend you go there. There's loads of places. We'll talk. I'll recommend yeah. best audiences. I can't. I, we can't say it out loud on the podcast because people might yeah. be like, "What are you talking <laughs> exactly. about? We're brilliant in Winchester." <laughs> I mean, jury's out. Actually. You, Jen, what was your week? Yeah, what's your week been like? Me? Oh well, my week happened. I had a day off on Friday. What a delight! That was absolutely oh. outstanding. I went for a swim. <laughs> then I went for. Um, a coffee. Oh my god, I love coffee so much. <laughs> then we, uh, the swim club that I go to, which is just on the beach, um, a lot of the women go to the same cafe every 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 day. And I, 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 you know me, I like to avoid people, so I was like, I'll swerve that cafe. But um, this time, Chloe's like, I want to check that cafe out. Anyway, we went. It is so good. The woman that runs it is a young woman, and she makes her own cakes. More in your head would explode. <laughs> She makes her own cakes, but it's not like, so normally when someone makes a cake, there's like maybe two cakes. Oh, we've got a lemon mm. drizzle and we've got, a, I don't know, a Victoria big sponge, sponge yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No. No. There's like eight different types of cake, right? Then uh, all these kind of, I don't know what you call them. I think they're sort of Turkish um, pastries and, and they're savoury. I had one fiddled with p- potato and onion. And I nearly died. It was so good. Um, then I bought a slice of cake. I don't really eat cake, as you know. I'm not really that fussed about it. But I was like, this cake looks too good to not eat. I ate the cake. It was incredible. I said to her, have you done Bake Off? You've got to get on Bake Off. This is the kind of stupid thing that I I think she's going to love this chat. She's going to go, you're right. I should go on Bake Off. This poor young woman, probably, I think she's <laughs> Turkish, was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I went, it's a, it's a show. And she went, I, I don't. Um, really watch TV. It's on Channel like, 4. I'm busy making six cakes yeah. a day. I don't have time to watch TV. <laughs> I was like, she was like thinking, I don't finish till quarter to ten every evening baking cakes. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to reverse out of this conversation um, now that I've started telling you about how you should bake cakes. <laughs> I do it for a living. Anyway, I'm going to go back there is basically the uh, bottom line because thing that uh, in fact i've got to save this for the i've got to save the bit that annoyed me because it's gonna be my goat so i won't bring it up now but there was a bit that annoyed me suffice to say i can't even talk about it now because it was so irritating and then i went out for lunch can you believe this so i went for a swim i had a coffee then not even lunch kind of brunch brunch that went into lunch honestly it was the best day of my life i can't i was like and then it got to 4 p.m and i was like no, you don't have to I'm rush anywhere. I'm not actually working tonight. <laughs> on a Friday. <laughs> on a Friday. I don't have to rush anywhere. I don't have to get out of the house. I don't have to. Holy moly. This is the new me. 
I've, I'm looking in my diary going, what can I take out so I can experience that again? <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that was the highlight of my week. And I don't really feel like I need to mention the rest of the week because it was crap. Yes. Anyway, we've all had weeks, haven't we? Um, yes. We're sad that Maureen this time next week will be in Australia. So we were going to drink in her pixelated image. Or trying to get through customs. It's in. It's on its way. The visa's on its way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's how it works uh, as you're going through passport control. (laughs) But anyway, uh, for the last time in this format for a little while, because Maureen will be giving us a bit more in moments, but we are going to be getting them telephoned in. Let us go to the younger person that her name is Maureen. She's a year older, but we won't go into that. And ask her what her my body moment is. Me and Jen were in the jacuzzi. I had this new swimming costume on, and the top was actually around my neck. So I was flashing Jen. I'm completely unaware of it. Completely topless. <laughs> Tankini around her neck. That would have been the first indicator to me. I'd be like, what is this around my neck? Nope, no, I didn't know it is. Well, this features your good self, actually, Jen. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's from June, and I kept meaning to do it, and um, other Be More Maureen's got in the way. <laughs> so, Alison, you might know this, that Jen isn't a great fan of my photography skills. She gets annoyed because, you know, apparently they're not in focus, little things like that. Uh, yeah. the, you know, the grease film that's usually on my camera <laughs> due to sticky fingers. It tends to piss her off. Anyway, we were at the uh, Pergamon Museum. In in Berlin. Are you talking about Berlin? Berlin. In Berlin, yes. And there's a very famous gate there. It's it's, it's the Ishtar Gate, which was the eighth gate to the inner city of Babylon. And it's absolutely stunning. And Jen went, can you take a photo of me and my brother in front of this really famous gate? It's one of the things that the museum is known for. So I took the photo. Jen... Wasn't that happy with it because I I made sure, because I think it's very important when you take a full body shot to get the feet in. So I made sure I got the feet in, but unfortunately missed out the top of the gate. (laughs) Can't see the gate. (laughs) You can see bits of the gate, but you can't really see the, well, you can't see the top of it. I I said to Maureen, why have you not taken a picture of the gate? She said, oh, oh, I wanted to get your feet in. I said... I really wanted a photograph of Stephen and I in front of the gate, you know, like, so the gate is behind us. We don't need our feet in it. People know we've got feet. I know I've got feet. And Maureen went, no, no, you've got to get your feet in. You've got to get the feet in. It looks weird otherwise. Well, I didn't want the feet in. I wanted the gate in because (laughs) I've I've got loads of pictures of me. I know I've got legs. I've now got feet. You can do, because it is possible, isn't it? I often do those shots. I often do those shots. Get my legs out. A waist length. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, how often do you take a picture and go, this, I can't take it because oh. I can't get your feet in. This is an absolute nightmare. I mean, headshots must be a disaster for you, Maureen, if you're spending the whole time trying to wrap your, your legs around your neck to get your feet in the picture. Oh, this isn't going to work I because did... my, you can't see my feet. No, that's different. But I did, t- yeah, I did take quite a bit of picture of the floor. There's a lot of floor in it. There is a lot. This remember. is the other thing, Alison, is that Maureen took a picture of me. <laughs> I'm just going to look it up now, actually. There's quite a lot of pictures. There's a lot of floor. There is quite a lot of floor. There is quite a lot of floor in the picture. I think there's quite a lot of floor. I can't. So there's quite a lot of floor. Then my feet and none of the actual gate. But anyway, look, I said to Maureen Actually, there's not that much floor. There's a little bit of floor. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I think. There's no point in showing it now. Well, Maureen, firstly, it's a pixelated picture because you're a pixelated image. We, we, we can get we can stick it up on on the WTB Instagram and you can yeah. look. But suffice to say, we didn't get the gate in. But who you know, it was the, it, it was nice to know. I know when I look at that photograph because obviously Maureen sent it uh, to me. Um, I know when looking at that photograph that I'm there in that at the Pokemon. <laughs> but otherwise, it would be hard to tell. I would say. Would, would you Would you agree, Maureen? Or no, that you can see a bit of the blue but in the background. Okay, all right. I guess if you'd been 
to the Pergamon, to the Pergamon you'd, like, you'd know. Yeah, you would go, I think she's in front of the get. But otherwise, it doesn't matter, Maureen. I appreciated the effort it took mm-hmm. for you to, to get, the get feet my in. feet in. Yeah. Because <laughs> she did spend a long really time, Alison. Just really I did spend a long time. Do, do, do you know, yeah. like, like, she looked like she was really looking at, like, to the p- perspective. This really is going to be a great wow, shot. This is going to look great. Did you, uh, did you check it at the time, Jen? Did you check it? Oh, the... yes, I checked it immediately and went, what the fuck is this? <laughs> And she said, I don't know what I think the that's what she said. I got your yeah, feet yeah. in. And my brother, Stephen, ever the diplomat, when he's, because he's so used to me um, going from zero to 500, just was like, oh, well, I think it, Stephen's like, I think it looks good. And I was like, it doesn't look good, Stephen. It looks shit. Shut up, Stephen. Shut up, Stephen. <laughs> Poor Stephen is like, but I think the whole time we were in Berlin, he was like, I think Paulwyn's just doing her best. I was like, well, it's, not, it's not good enough. Just doing her best. He's like, oh. he got really. When I've, I told him the story about how I didn't realize it was the Berlin Wall when I was in Berlin in the seventies, he was, I don't know, bemused is the word, but he did find that quite. Um, he did find it funny. Yeah, I found it. I was like, this is beyond the pale. And Stephen was like, that is hilarious. I mean, it's everything Maureen did, Stephen found hilarious actually. <laughs> um, so it was nice to have him there. Anyway, Maureen, that was a good one. I've forgotten that that even happened. Congratulations. Yeah. You don't have oh. to. Sometimes Maureen says to me, I don't have any Beemore Maureen's. I'm like, you do. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you, just, you just got to remember them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm actually really excited for you to go to Australia just so I can hear. I, there's got to be some good ones that happen. As long as they don't involve any of their animals, because, you know, a lot of their yeah. animals can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you see a spider okay. and it's got a red spot. Don't go spot near any spiders. Yeah, I don't, I don't go near, spot, near any. Yeah. I got bitten by a spider once when I was last in Australia. I can't really do an Australian accent, so I'm about to prove. And the woman just, I was on a tour trip, and the woman went, oh, at least it's not so-and-so, because you'd be dead by now. And I was like, oh, that's that's good to know, because my legs swelled, swelled up. Swelled oh, up. God. That sounds like a classic Australian response. It's a bit like I, I worked in a banana plantation for um, not long. Don't worry. I, I couldn't hack it. I think I was there for about, I don't know, four or five weeks before I was like, I've got to get out of here. And uh, I was moving these bananas across this conveyor belt. There was a, I turned a banana over. Um, there was a huge spider. Oh. oh, no, actually, it wasn't huge. That's not even true. It was, it was like a reasonably sized spider, actually. Okay. It was a normal sized size spider. And a woman opposite me on the other side of the conveyor belt picked up a banana and smashed it. And then the bananas carried on going and we kept turning them around and picking through them. Anyway, long story short, I said to her, that spider that you hit with a banana, what is that? What's that? Was that? It wasn't poisonous, was it? She went, yeah. I said, oh, so if that had bitten me, that, but it wouldn't have killed me, would it? She went, oh, yeah. If we didn't get you to a hospital all the time, you'd be dead. I went, oh, how far away is the hospital? Ah, <laughs> oh, there's no one near here. I was like, oh, my God, I got, I, this is my holiday. What am I doing? <laughs> anyway, good luck in Australia, Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's time for us. Once again, we've gone from Maureen. She's had her moment, her be more Maureen moment, but it's time to go to Alison because she is the woman we go to to make sense of the world and ask, <clears throat> excuse me, Alison. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice, take my advice, cause I ain't using it. No, 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 no. Take my advice, I ain't using it. Look, people are starting to write in again. Thank you so much. I cannot say how much I appreciate your problems or problems that you're sending in for other people. You could do that. You don't have to say it's your problem. You can just write in a problem and say it's for a friend. I am perfectly happy with that. Just give me your problems. Um, Again, I am not a professional therapist or licensed anything, uh, but I'm a gal who cares and I like to hear these things. So I've amalgamated a few again because there's a lot of people wrote in about various uh, relationships. So Here's what I here's my problem this week. I've amalgamated how to talk to someone, a friend, about a toxic relationship that they're in in their life. Ooh. How do you begin to present that perhaps there is a relationship in somebody's life from an outside, but without it being, you know, you got to be delicate about these things. So how do you begin to talk to somebody about a toxic relationship? Now, when I say this too, I'm not just saying relationships like, you know, love interests. There's a lot of toxic 
relationships out there, friendships, family members. So this is in general, all types of relationships. Okay. So number one, I think if you are chatting with somebody and they are talking about a relationship and you know, it's toxic, the number one thing you got to do is you just got to listen. You just look, if they're talking to you about it, good. That's an excellent step. Listen, listen, listen. I know you will be tempted to jump in and say things, but you really need to listen because the more they talk, the more they will begin to hear things that perhaps aren't right within this relationship. So your number one thing is listen. Offer that supportive ear. Don't push them to end the relationship. I know that's our first instinct. We want to be like, get the hell out, get the hell out. Problem is if you push too hard, they're not going to talk to you about this relationship. And they're, they're, they're not going to, you know, especially if, God forbid, you express your real opinions on the dingbat that they're with. Oh, my God, that's a nail in the coffin because they're not going to talk to you at all. So resist that temptation of going, this person is a fucking, you know, resist it. Okay? It's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. But if they feel you don't like that or they, you know, that you don't like that, then they will not open up and be honest with you. So that's very important. Good things to kind of uh, point out, maybe that the relationship that they're in, talk about your own past experiences. And don't say things like, oh yeah, that reminds me what, no, 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 no. Talk about just certain situations you've been in, former relationships, friendships you've had. Another thing you can do, this is sneaky, talk about movies that you've seen that have a similar kind of situation in it. And be like, I can't believe that in that movie she stayed with, you know, then that her best friend was treated. And see what they say kind of beat around the bush by talking about a movie or a song or something. That way, it's kind of a delicate way, again, of getting them thinking about the situation that they're in without saying, because you're in a situation like that, you know, it, it, again, delicate. Make sure they know you're always there, right? No matter what, no matter how bad things get, because they might be embarrassed to say some things out loud. So no matter what, you are always there for them. You never judge them. You're always there. That is really important. Do you have other common friends or other people that you can bring into their life a little bit? Encourage them to hang out or spend time with other people that you know are like-minded like you, right? Sometimes the world gets small when you're in a toxic relationship. So as an outside perspective, can you find other people that are good? Arrange group outings with friends that you know are good influences on them. Okay, so try to help them not make their world small. Um, check in with them often. Um, and <laughs> just, again, the biggest thing that I can say is really try to avoid to give unsolicited advice. And I got to tell you, that is the biggest problem that I face. My I love this. Look, and what I'm going to say is if you're an unsolicited advice giver, what you should do is get a podcast and have people write in. <laughs> and you can exercise your demon yeah. that way. But for this situation, you really got to watch that and just be supportive, be loving, be there for them. The time will come when they will see it and you will be able to help them. But open lines of communication. Uh, that's my biggest piece of advice when helping someone in the early stages of recognizing that they are in a toxic relationship. Alison, that's... Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that's good advice. I mean, I really struggle if I see someone that I <clears throat> care about with someone who I don't like. Yeah. And, by the way, I'm much better at it now. But certainly in the past, I'd have gone, that fucking idiot. You know, I totally would have done that. And then they would have just said, right, well, I guess I'm not seeing you anymore. Yeah. Because I've chosen yeah. this person. Yeah. And that's always what happened. So, yeah, that is good advice. The second you attack that person then you're alienating your friend and you or and kind of you're asking them to choose mm -hmm. and sometimes it takes a, it takes a little bit of time to to realize that that person's not right for you yeah you know you, you, you know like when you've got a bit of distance or you're one step removed maybe it's a bit easier but when that person is invested in whatever way they they, yeah. they don't necessarily yeah. want you to tell them that they're wrong either so yeah Obviously, if it drags on and on and they're constantly in a, in a situation where they're coming to you going, this person is a nightmare and for these reasons, then eventually you can go, maybe they're yeah. not yeah. the right person. But mm -mm. but yeah, but don't go gun, go in guns blazing. That That's good advice. But it's hard. Really I don't know. Really hard. Yeah. 
There's lots of toxic twats oh. out there that you want to <laughs> kick in the dick, isn't there? But what are you going to do? You can't. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, uh, and I really did think, you know, it is hard because I really am an advice giver. Like I want to help. So for me, a situation like that is, is very tricky. And I had a friend for years who was with, um, a husband that she should not have been with. And I had to bite my tongue because I thought I'm one of the few people that she will say things to. And that is because I'm not going, well, no, no, even though I wanted to say what a piece of shit he was. Um, and so when the time came, it was like, you know, I got to be like, pack your stuff. Do you have a storage unit? Like it was go time. And it was so exciting at that point because we had waited so long and I, she had finally seen the light. So like, I really do believe they will see the light, but it's tricky. It's tricky. So yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. She, I like it. She's has like, just left. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. But I don't know where she's gone. I can hear more. More even laughing with other people. Yeah. We're like, in the middle of a podcast. Can this be my go? Where's Maureen? <laughs> <laughs> so have you two decided what's got your go? Well, I think we've done it, Maureen. We're do, we've, we've finished. It. We're it's all we've done it. And uh, let's just say you were involved. Anyway, <laughs> let's us now uh, talk about. Let's go light now. Yeah. It's time to get light. Isn't it? It's time to talk about just the basic. What have we? What has entertained us over the last seven days? Well, I don't know about light because I've just watched the first episode of True Detective Night Country. <gasps> oh, oh, that was what so I was going to talk about. Good, is it? Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> Joe Foster is amazing. Good. Yeah. Oh, well, I've it's only good. Wa- have you watched more than the one episode? I've watched yeah. two now. Yeah. I've watched one, so I no spoilers because I've really no idea what the fuck okay. is going oh, on. Okay. <laughs> my it's so good. Days. It is good. Are we all talking about this? No, because I have a horror, but I am watching that. That is on okay. the rotation right so now. Would you want to explain? Let's what's... make it about this. So you go, Maureen, yeah. and then I'll take I'll add later. Yes, okay. So basically eight men there are disappear from an arctic research station which is in ennis alaska and it's just as there's no more day so it's it's just dark the whole time so there's going to be 60 days of darkness in alaska this is the, so it starts on that the first day of darkness yes. 24 hours of, of darkness and the season stars jodie foster and curly race as detectives liz danvers and evangelina navarro and angelina's definitely got a thing where she likes to protect women so there's clearly some backstory there but she's very very uh, supportive of women who are being abused. Um, and her and Jodie Foster's character don't get on at all. One's a cop, one's a trooper. 
I don't really understand the difference. That one, one's a, a, for the town of the Ennis okay. and one is a state trooper. Uh, so she, okay. she works so, in, the, in, the, in the state of Alaska, yeah. And uh, they think the disappearance of these men is connected somehow to the, uh, the mur- brutal murder of Indigenous woman, Annie Kay, who was a bit of a... People thought of her as a troublemaker and she was very fighting against the mine and she was brutally murdered. And Fiona Shaw's in it as well. That's as far as I can tell you from the first episode. Jen, you take over. No, that 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 that's it. So the, just to say that this town, Ennis, is is a fictional town. It doesn't actually exist. It's in Alaska. It's a mining town, so it's very remote. So it's not like Anchorage, which is like a big city. Yeah, there is a history of like domestic violence in this town. Anyway, that seems to be quite prevalent, irrespective of whether you're an indigenous woman or a Caucasian woman. But it is quite clear that the indigenous people that live in this small mining town are second-class citizens. You know, where they live, um, the water that they're getting isn't the same as the water. Where their reservation is or where where their community lives, the water's gone bad, okay, because of the mines. Um, And so the water that they're getting is black and the water that people are getting in other parts of the town where it's more like white people, their water isn't great, but it's much better. And so there's that you can see that there's this kind of uh, two tier society that's, that occurs here, depending on whether you're white or you're uh, indigenous. So uh, so that is also the backstory. And then the other thing to say is that these researchers, these eight men that have been living in this research facility, they haven't they're not just there for a couple of months. They're, they're international. So they're from all over the world. They're from Spain or, or Central America and Canada and the UK. And these Eight men in this research centre have been living a very, um, what's the word? They're sort of, could they be secluded, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Secluded. Yeah. yeah. They, they sort of keep themselves to themselves. But they're up in this research facility um, studying uh, things about the environment, biology, uh, um, and but also looking into um, cures for like long term diseases like cancer. Uh, and and anyway, it's it's but that's just the backstory. But the the main thing to know about these eight men is that no one sees much of them. They get a delivery, but one thing has happened is that there's one of the guys that's at this research facility is starting to go a little bit odd. Yeah, he's going a little bit. He's been behaving a little bit strangely, and that's all we know. And that's all we're going to tell you about that story. But it is. But good. what I will say is that it is creepy as hell. Yep, it has got great suspense the acting is i mean like jodie foster's character is 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 brilliant in as much as it's not particularly likable at all is it no no it's completely unlikable but if you flipped it and she was not she was a man and that was a, the that character like i was trying to think of that character if that character was a man he'd be mean he'd be broody women would find him attractive you know everyone would want to fuck him but it's Jodie Foster being mean and moody. So everyone's like, she's a fucking bitch. Everyone yeah. thinks she's a bitch. Um, I mean, that, that said, she does get laid a lot. Um, <laughs> well, you go, go, to, go move to, to Alaska. Bit. I haven't got to that bit yet. <laughs> there's not a lot of women in Alaska, are there? There's, no, there's a odds of are good if you're a gal. Three, you to can... three, three men, I think, to one woman or something. Yeah, great. I know I'm going uh, for holiday. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'd love to see you in Alaska. I don't want to be on that list. I'm like, oh, guys, I'm also not on this list. I'm so sorry. Also, it's uh, then you see that Jodie Foster's got a backstory as well. She has a daughter that's not her biological daughter, mm. but is um, also a young and Indigenous girl who is just just a typical teenager. Yeah. You know, she's she's in love. She's I think she's we think she's a lesbian, um, and uh, their relationship is weird. Like Jodie Foster clearly cares for this girl, but is incapable of showing, showing it, it. Yeah. <laughs> of showing her actual love. But she obviously does really care about. Sorry, her, that's a weird it's... relationship between a mother and a daughter. That's weird, okay. is it? But uh, but it's definitely in a in a way that where there's no like yeah verbal or physical acknowledgement of <laughs> of it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, it's, yes, it's I do. I can't really relate to that. <laughs> I know. Like... Yeah, well, your 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 mum was um exceptional at that actually more but it was um uh, yeah it's really good it's it's there's loads of suspense the end of the first episode is holy crap yeah 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 that's where i've got yeah the end of the first episode you're like what the what 
It's quite gruesome, but it's not gory. Yeah. There is a supernatural element to it because I think there's something about being out there in the ice and in the dark that makes people go a bit, not crazy, but see the dead. Oh, no, but I also think I think if you're in the darkness for like 60 days, you are going to go a bit. Yeah. I mean, that is just weird. Well, that's what they said. I mean, there's a there's a bit of exposition there where they kind of infer that. It's like, you know what it's like. We're out here in the dark. We, we, we all see the dead, you know, like. That's not unusual. So there is a little bit of an inference that there's some, there's, um, but Fiona, Fiona sure. Shaw is as always enigmatic in it. Very watchable. Still trying to figure out her, how her character fits in, but she is very integral, particularly in the first episode. Um, and I think it's going to be an absolute banger of a series. This is, this is, and also I love that this is the first true detective where the main characters are women. The detectives are women. Yeah. The detectives are in this dark, cold, creepy environment. We're not out in the blaring sunshine like they usually are. And oh, wow. What a, what a, what a series. I, I love that. I, do you know what, Maureen? I wasn't sure whether to recommend it to you because it is a little bit eerie and I wasn't sure if you'd like that. No, I, I really, I, you know, you always know if you're enjoying a programme if you don't look at your phone while it's yeah. on. Yes. That's my test. If within about five, ten minutes I'm on my phone, I'm like, yeah, it's not for me. But, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Well. Still no idea what's going on. But Yeah. Okay. Well, what I would say is don't watch any more now. And you watch it on the... Download them. Download them. Because and have them for the play. Uh, an episode comes out today. An episode will come out next Monday. And then you'll have another four episodes to watch on the plane. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And then I've only got like 20 hours And then you've left. only got another like 18 <laughs> hours to kill <laughs> after that. <laughs> Talking of horror shows, Alison, what's your horror, horror yeah, tip for the yeah. week? Yeah. Also, can I point out, I think that's the first time ever that all three of us lit up about a TV show yeah. ever. That is very... Is that it? Yeah, that's Whoa, the first time we so. were all like, ba-bam! Um, okay, so uh, my horror movie for this week, because uh, I was thinking about toxic relationships, okay? So the horror movie that Single I chose... Single white female. <laughs> that is an excellent one, Maureen. That is an excellent choice. I love that you so quickly. You're getting good at this, right? Yeah, Finding horror Maureen, movies that suit. I love it. Uh, but the one I did choose, Mother, 2017, starring Jennifer Lawrence as Mother, Javier Bardem, Bardem, Bardem. As him. Bardem. Is she a computer? No, 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 no. She is a mother. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as woman, Ed Harris as man. Okay, so a poet and his wife lead a tranquil existence in a burnt-out house. However, when the uninvited guests come barging in, the couple's life turns chaotic and shocking events unfold. This young woman spends her days renovating the Victorian mansion that she lives in with her husband in the countryside. When a stranger knocks on the door one night, he becomes an unexpected guest in their home. Later, his wife and two children also arrive and make themselves at home. Terror soon strikes when the wife tries to figure out why her husband is so seemingly friendly and accommodating to everyone but her. This movie took me on a journey that I was not expecting. It's, I've seen this film. I've just realized I've seen this film. Yeah. It's a weird one. Uh, some people would go, is it a horror? Yes, it's a horror. I believe is it is it? a horror. Yeah. It falls into horror category. It speaks a lot about the relationship, uh, the toxic relationship between Mother Nature and humans, as well as toxic relationships between uh, people in their relationships, how one person take, takes, takes, the other person give, give, gives. I don't want to ruin it because if, if you go into it knowing that, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, yeah. So I can't recommend Mother enough. Again, it's not like a jump out scare. If anything, it's anxiety and frustration and yeah. 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 I I, I really, because I didn't know anything about that film when I started watching it. I think I actually, looking at that, I think I only watched that about a year ago. Yeah. When I was in a hotel somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I... I didn't know what the hell was going on to begin with. It's and bizarre. I had, to, yeah. I had to Google it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I was like, I've got to figure out what this thing is about. Yeah. Because it is weird. 
Um, and it does get very surreal and fantastical. Yeah. Did I like it? I can't remember. I think it's definitely worth watching. It, look, here's the thing. Some people walk away going, eh, but I, I think what the movie is, I would say watch it, Google it, look it. But as far as toxic relationships are concerned, this movie summarizes it to me. Right. So, yeah. Mother. Perfect. Mother. And Jennifer Lawrence is excellent Checker. in it. Yeah. Excellent. Check it out uh, again. I've got no idea where it's playing. Let's say Amazon Prime. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure I saw it on Netflix, actually. I'm sure. It, look, wherever you are in the world, it's out there. It was 2017, so it's not that old. It'll be it's around. It's not even old. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Real good. Thank you very much, Alison. That's a brilliant recommendation. Maureen, I feel sad because we're turning to you for your cultural corner, and I know that next week you're going to be in Australia. Um, so it's going to be harder to find the culture there. No, jokes, <gasps> guys, jokes, jokes. Come on, everybody. Come on, Aussies, get on board. <laughs> Having a little cheeky laugh. Everyone looks tense. Please. Uh, don't cancel me yet. Um, Maureen, tell us about your cultural corner. Maureen Younger, she has a corner. It is full of things that we would like to put in our mouths. <laughs> I don't know what I'm Whoa, saying. Wow, wait, wait, wait. Thanks for that wonderful <laughs> intro, Jen. Um, well, as you mentioned, um, visa are permitting. I'm off to Australia. So I've decided to do some Australian TV. Oh, oh here we go. Neighbours. Neighbours. Actually, away. I haven't said Neighbours, but Neighbours, the one soap that I watch. I love Neighbours. The Sullivans. Oh, the, the Sullivans. Sullivans. She love the Sullivans. Actually, yeah. talking of which, the guy who played John Sullivan is in one of the shows that uh, I'm mentioning later. I used to, have a, I used to fancy him. Right. So, uh, Colin from Accounts, I watched, which I don't know if you've seen. Oh, Colin from Accounts. What a great show. And I loved did, it. I didn't see it because I was like, oh, I don't want to see something about an accountant. Anyway, that's completely. <laughs> that's. For, I mean, Colin from forget. Accounts isn't from Accounts. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a really funny series. It's got nothing to do with accounts. accounts yeah, starring Harriet Dyer, Patrick Bra- Bra- Brammel. Have you seen it, Alison? No, I've it's never even really, heard of it. It's really, really funny. It's on the BBC. Okay. Um, Ashley and Gordon meet thanks to a car accident and an injured dog. So it's this kind of odd couple that meet together. There's some really... Lo- I've only seen the first two episodes uh, with the mother from hell and the second one. Uh, it's really laugh out loud uh, at moments. It's, it's great. It's the great. whole series is really fantastic. And... Um... There's one episode, because he's also, like, there's a will they, won't they between the, the two characters. By the way, they're together in real life. Spoiler! But there's a will they, won't they throughout the the, the, the series. And uh, he's, you know, older than her, you know, by about 10, 15 years or whatever. And so um, there's one episode where she has a birthday or she has a party in his bar and, it, and invites all of her young friends and he's really insecure about the fact that he's a bit older. So he tries to dress young. <laughs> and it's, oh God. And, and it's just his mate that he owns this bar with, who's this lesbian, who, like, her lines every time she sees what he's wearing is like, it's just brilliant. It's so funny. The characters are really lovable. Yeah. You, you're really invested in them. The dog's cute. And uh, it's just very funny. I, I think that's a great show. And I think. Um, well, I don't know what's happening with series two, but I know I know series two will be out at some point because it did get recommissioned. But it's I, I loved it. I really, really loved well, it. I love the sound of that. Sorry, Maureen, you don't mean to cut in, but I love the sound of a, a couple. I always think this, a couple playing two different people kind of falling in love or will they, won't they? If you're in real life, they're a couple, but it, it's like you're getting paid to role play. I think that's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah. A bit weird that there's an audience but hey, yeah hey is it who knows whatever get your kids well, if you like Colin from Accounts you'll love this one I actually find I've, I've watched the first episode I think it's funnier than Colin from Accounts it stars the same people Harriet Dyer and Patrick Brammel it's called No Activity and it's a series about two detectives on a stakeout and apparently when nothing's happening they just say No Activity it's really really again laugh out funny there's two set pieces um, which just one of the cop, Patrick Bramwell's cop, is like he's he's a really dedicated cop. The other one is in the wrong job. He's not really he's not really made to be a detective, and he tells this kind of story where he doesn't get the subtext, and it's just really because obviously he's a detective. It's really really funny. And there's another set piece which reminded me of me and Jen, where this guy tells a story and the guy goes, no no you've told it wrong you've done the punchline first, and then he retells the story 
don't know why that reminded me of Jen. And um, I don't know why. But then there's a re- the, the topper on that joke, which I did not see coming, is hilarious. So Patrick Bramall is a detective, and Harriet Dyer plays this. I'm going to read this out because you're not you don't know this by the end of the first episode, but I thought you'd appreciate. Harriet Dyer is April, a young police officer on dispatch duty, who is waiting for reinstatement into active duty after she tasered a man to death because he did not listen or take her seriously. Fair enough. <laughs> I see nothing yeah, wrong with that. I thought Jane would, yeah. would, would go for that. <laughs> and then the third one, <laughs> I thought Jane would be like, yeah, sounds fair enough. The third one, again, stars Patrick Bramble. So I'm doing a Patrick Bramble series now uh, called Glitch, which is a police officer in a small country town. Um, and he comes across, he has to go to a cemetery. There's been a, a reports of something happening in the cemetery. And seven corpses have come back from the dead. Uh, what? Yeah, it's really good. Honestly, I've only watched the first episode. I've downloaded everything else. It's really good. So he goes to the... He, he doesn't realise they're corpses at first. So these seven bodies appear. They're all covered in mud. Um, he doesn't know what's going on. And then uh, there's, there's a couple of t- really good twists at the end. And it turns out these are all dead people who've come back to life. Ooh, okay. That sounds good. Honestly, I, again, didn't look at my phone. It's really, really well done. And it's very different from him because he's obviously playing quite in a... This is obviously a drama. He's playing quite an emotional part at, at points, and it's just the sudden realization that these are people. These people are, are were corpses, and they've come back to life. I would totally recommend that. That's on it's on BBC as well. And then ones I've mentioned before, Mystery Road, starring Aaron Penderson, absolutely fantastic. There's there's a new one coming out, the origin story, starring uh, Mark um, Mark Cole Smith, who plays a younger version of Jay Swan. Um, the Newsreader, which I thought was really good. That's on BBC. There's a, another series. And Secret City, I thought was great. With uh, Anna Tor was Jonas Harriet Dunkley, who uncovers conspiracies that threaten her career and her life. A lot of good Aussie programmes there. Ooh. I think you both love, no, Jen, you really love No Activity. And I think Glitch, you both love Glitch. Okay. okay. That sounds great. Great. I can also add to that, and it's only two series, but it's definitely worth watching. It's an Aussie... UK co-production by uh, Sarah Kendall. It's on Sky or Now TV or HBO if you've got it. And it's um, called Frayed. That is brilliant. I think I've talked about it on on, on WTB before. Yeah. How, how's that spelled? F-R- Frayed. F-R-A-Y-E-D. Okay. It's really funny. So funny. If only for Sarah's haircut in it, which is out of this world triangular but it's set in the 80s in australia in newcastle and um partly in london partly in newcastle in australia and um it is so 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 funny uh so i can so it's got british actors and aussie actors in it so it's definitely worth um checking that out as well maureen thank you very much for your cultural corner Yay. All right. We have been cultured. We have bonded over a, a TV series for the first time ever in all the years that we've done this. Uh, but let's let's get. Are we going back to the beginning, Jen? Are you going to talk about the goat that you were going to talk yes. about? Yeah, Jen, what the hell's getting your goat? I want to know. I, I'm losing everything. I cannot find anything. <laughs> I don't know where anything is. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am. I can't take it anymore. So that's me getting my goat. There we are. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what's getting my goat. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I feel like it's worthy of a second round. Because let's talk about it again. Yeah. These these things do pop up again, don't they? Yeah. I, as I said to you, went to this cafe with Chloe and um, I wanted to order uh, a potato and onion thing. Chloe said, oh, that sounds lovely. Mm, I might get such and such. And I went, okay, but I'm going to get the potato and onion, blah, blah, blah. She said, okay, well, you sit down and I'll order it for us. I said, great. So I sit down. Chloe says, they're bringing it over. I said, okay, this is all, I mean, everything so far, so good. They bring over the coffees, delicious. I love coffee. Then they bring over one potato and onion pastry thing. I said, oh, great, my potato and onion pastry thing has arrived. And Chloe said, oh, no, um, we're sharing it. I said, what? 
She said, oh, we're, we're, we're sharing it. I thought we could share it. I said, I don't, I don't share food. You know that. That's, I, I'll buy you. Th- Do you want me to buy you one? I'll buy you one. I'll, I'll buy you three, but I, this one's mine. No, no, no. We're, we're going to share it. So I had to share the potato and onion pastry thing that, by the way, I had been looking forward to. Up until that point, I was like, oh, I can't wait for my potato and onion pastry thing. I'd been for a swim in the freezing cold sea. I was hungry. Yeah. Okay, I haven't eaten. By the way, the potato and onion pastry thing, it's not huge. I can eat it solo. I had to share it with Chloe. I had to share it with her. I know what you're thinking. Why didn't you then go out and get another potato and onion pastry thing? Because we didn't have time. We didn't have time. We had to get back because Chloe had to go and do her art class thing and I had to get back for a phone call. So we didn't have time to then go, can you now stick this in the grill thing and eat it up? It was too late. We'd run out of time. So I had to share my potato and onion pastry thing, which wouldn't have been so bad if it hadn't been for the fact that it was absolutely one of the most incredibly tasty things I've ever put <laughs> yeah. inside my mouth. Yeah. I was like eating this thing going, oh my God, how can potatoes and onion and pastry taste this good? It doesn't make sense. It was the most delicious. Even thinking about it now, I'm like, wow. It was a culinary, delectational delight. It was absolutely banging is what I'm trying to say. And I was eating this whilst being crossed with Chloe going, this is absolutely delicious. I can't believe I'm going to share it with you. Oh, isn't this absolutely the best thing we've ever had in the morning? I mean, the fact that you're eating half of it is just annoying me. It was like that. So it was a real kind of, oh, we're really enjoying it. Chloe was like, maybe let it go and just enjoy half of the pastry thing. But I couldn't, I couldn't let it go, I'm afraid. (laughs) You're like, I'll make a note of that and I'll talk about that on the next podcast. (laughs) I did. I did think, well, at least I've got to go. I've got to go out of it. (laughs) I agree. I'd be annoyed. I don't like sharing. I think the new rule is no more letting her do the ordering. She goes and chooses the seats. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if I'd done that to you, Maureen? You'd have well, oh, no, you'd stabbed me with a fork. I wouldn't have happened, though, would it? I'd be like, you're not sharing it. No. I would I would have gotten up and just gone. I, Although, like you said, there was a lack of time. I mean, that is a twist that would have. Well, look, I know a lot of people love sharing food, and it's a, it's a joy to share their food. I come from one of, I've got three brothers, so I did nothing but share my food. You fought for, for your food, Jen, is what you childhood. did. You fought for your food. Yeah. So now I'm an adult. I'm like, get your own fucking food. And actually, half the time, I'll be like, I will buy you whatever you want so you can have your... I said, to Chloe's constantly like, let's, I'll get this, you get that, and then we'll have half of each. No. I'll get this. I'll eat all of it. The end. Yeah. Okay. I, no sharing yeah. food. Fuck that. Anyway, uh, that was my goat. But um, what we did get that was very positive out of it was uh, a new cafe to go to after swimming, which is brilliant. And I'm going to go back there and have a potato and onion pastry thing. I want one of these potato and onion pastry things now. I will take you. Listen, if you come to Brighton, we'll go for a swim and then I'll take you for a coffee and a pastry or a cake thing. Maureen will not even know what to choose. There's too many cakes. She's got... She makes all of her own cakes. Oh, I could have a selection. Absolutely. You could actually. You could just What's say. What's the name of the cafe? Of Should we plug the cafe? Do you remember the name of it? Oh, I don't remember the name. Okay, never mind. We won't plug the cafe. It's <laughs> absolute classic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you don't. Also, oh, yeah. I don't want people to know about no. it. Sorry, no. you're right. Don't blow up the spot. Uh, got a hot. Ex- you're right. You're right. Thank you, Alex. I can't be like telling every old passerby about these fantastic potato and onion pastry delights. You got to. You got to hold. You got to hold on to that. Right, that looks great, uh, Maureen. Maureen's uh, now sporting her cat's outfit. Never looked better, actually. Um, <laughs> if you do ever need an item of clothing that goes in between your tits, but not around them, uh, this is the perfect uh, item for you. Uh, and have a little look on www.catclothes.co.uk. That's not a real website, by the way, so don't do that. <laughs> women talking bollocks if you have enjoyed wtb please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a little review or you can check out our socials now on instagram facebook twitter youtube and you never know we may even get on tiktok and if you do like the show please do have a look at our patreon for bonus content and weekly treats well that do 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. 